Today is the feast of Padre Pio. I will try once to pronounce his actual name properly. Pius of Piet Pietrelcina. Okay, he died just in 1968. Very, very popular Italian saint. In fact, he is more popular in Italy than Saint Francis of Assisi. Today, we do continue our way through the Book of Ezra, and Ezra is praying himself today, talking about this idea of the mercy that the Jews have received in these post-exilic times in the rebuilding of the Jerusalem temple. Let us be open to receiving God's mercy too. Ezra recognizes in his prayer that both he and the people of his country, the Jews, for several generations have not been really worthy of God's mercy. They had turned away from the worship of God. And there was much suffering of the people for quite a while in exile. But now they receive this mercy, this overwhelming mercy, of which they are not worthy. They receive it from God anyway. Our saint today, Padre Pio, very famously received the stigmata, that is, to be just in prayer and all of a sudden to have the wounds of Christ in the hands and feet and side. This was in 1919, and it gave the people of Italy great hope as they were beginning to rebuild after World War I. But people in authority, especially Padre Pio's local bishop, thought that it was a hoax thought that he had done this himself and the Capuchins were just going to roll in the money with people coming to see him. And so from the years 1920 to 1933, from time to time, Padre Pio had many sanctions put upon him. For parts of that time, he was not allowed to celebrate Mass publicly. He was not allowed to bless people. He was not allowed to answer letters that people wrote to him. He was not allowed to correspond with his spiritual director. Things did turn better for him in 1933, but then in 1960, an investigation was held and claimed that he was fraudulent in many of his claims. Nevertheless, Padre Pio inspired so many people in those 50 years. He lived about 50 years from the time he received that stigmata, and he was canonized in 2002. His holiness gave people hope. And his message was one that suffering cannot be really separated from the love of God. He has many quotes that writing on this that have inspired people for generations. His suffering like Ezra's, like the other Jews of Ezra's time, led to hope holiness and inspiration. It's a message that ties in with the sending of the disciples in our gospel passage today. Jesus tells his beloved apostles to take nothing along on the journey. If I were sent on the journey, I'd want to have, you know, as many things just to make sure that I was taken care of, you know. I always want to rely on God as the last option. But the message here is God's love alone will suffice.